welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello, everyone. So, um... I don't know where Darren went, but he's obviously not paying attention to the time at the moment, and I know we need to get started. So, uh, it's 10.32, I'm two minutes late, I was driving here, and it was a bit um, crazy, but he is, I, I see him in the background, he just closed the door, so I believe he's finally... Wait, you're live? I am live, because you just walked out, and it's 10.33, Sorry, and... You know, you got things to do. I got things to do. We got, got all things, things to, to do. do. I had the mask on. Now I'm taking the mask off. Yeah, exactly. Good morning, everybody. What's How's everybody going doing? On, everyone. Um, so yeah, yeah, I got to host the show for two minutes. By How myself. was it? It's good. You're good. Yeah. It's good. Everything's good. Good morning, yeah. everybody. Wow, hot one. Good. Yeah, it's crazy. We had a nice weekend. We really did. We had a really nice, really, not really, really nice did. weekend. I was really, I was really happy. It was one of those weekends where. We didn't do a whole lot. We did enough little things that was just made it, yeah, it was nice. nice and relaxing. Picked up my mom on Saturday mm-hmm. in Queens. Yes. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Al. Picked up my mom in Queens. Brought her back to, to New Rochelle for a sleepover. She slept over our house Saturday night, which was great. I basically had to beg my mom to stay with us. She's very stubborn sometimes because she's got to take care of her cats. But that's besides the point. But she came over. She stayed. Brought a little bag with her for the, for the night. And... Um, Ended up going out to dinner with her and the kids in Port Chester to uh, Sonora. Sonora, yes. It's very good. Sonora, um, what would you describe it as? It's like Latin. tapas. It, uh, yeah, tapas. Tap- and, some uh, more than tapas, but it was, it, it's yeah. yeah, it was very good. Had some really nice outdoor seating in the parking lot, and um, that was a good Saturday night uh, meal, which uh, I'm very happy that Mom finally made. Mm-hmm. Made the commitment to come Made and stay trek. over without rushing out the door. Because every time she comes to our house, she's always got to rush to get back. Always in a rush, right? Yeah, well, now she's got five cats inside, five <laughs> cats outside. I think a garbage raccoon. So, I don't know. So we had a little incident. I want to see what people would do in this situation here. Not incident? A, not, a, not really an incident, but it was, it was kind of humorous. We were at the dinner table at Sonora. Mm. We ordered guacamole. Yes. And... We're sitting at the table, the five of us. We clearly, I think we were there before somebody else, before another table. And we see the order of guac coming out. I call it guac because like. I've got to be hip. I kind of call it guac. So the guacamole came out. And so the server bringing it out. But it didn't come to our table. No. It ended up going over to the table next to us. And I was trying to see if the people ordered it. Like, I was trying to see the reaction of the people's face, whether or not they actually ordered it. Because the server looked a little confused. Yeah. So we didn't say anything. We didn't say, like, that's our guac. We were getting getting frustrated. We were getting frustrated because we were pretty sure it was. We're we're not 100%, but we're pretty sure it was. Although we asked for a lot of stuff on the (coughs) side, and I don't know if their stuff came on the side. So it it could very well have been their guac. It was the, yeah. It was the the mystery of the guacamole. Yeah. Question is, like, if if you're in a situation like that, do you say anything? Do you say, do you say to the server, like, did That's you, my guac. Did you give our guacamole yeah. over to that other table? And if you're the other, t- here's more. Here's the big part. If you're at a table and it's guacamole, and the server brings it over to you and you didn't order it, do you say to them, "I didn't order this," or do you say, "Oh, you know, since it's guacamole, you kind of think it's not that big deal." Oh, thank you very much, and just keep it and just 
Hope that nobody says anything. I don't. Well, they did that. They, they did that. We don't know for sure that's what they did. We, yeah, it's no. possible they that they ordered. very well have ordered the guac at the exact Exactly. Same time. If I'm hangry, I would. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly right, Al. If you're hangry, you're bound to say something. We like, let it that's go. That's my guac. So we'll, I, we're going to go through the rest of the week in our life never knowing whether or not. It was, was ours or theirs. Oh, it was, exactly. But our, it, they were very slow. The service was kind of. service was a little slow, but it was, but still, it was, very it was good. still very good. Yes. It was still very good. Um, then we, <clears throat> Sunday morning, mom took us out for breakfast, which was very, it was a lot of food this weekend. Mom took us out for breakfast to the diner in North Avenue near Rochelle, to the Mirage, which is, which is great because they have like indoor, yeah, they kind outdoor. Of indoor, right, exactly. They got like an indoor, <clears throat> outdoor thing going. It's an open air thing, if you will. And then dropped mom off at home. And then the four of us, we went, took a ride into the city, down the West Side Highway to where? John's of Bleecker. It was great. John's of Bleecker is, I, I am proclaiming it, the best pizza place in all of New York. All of New York. All right. Well, and the, and the one East thing, Coast. I'm, I'm, I'm going that far. You know, the one thing I have to say, because I've been seeing all the news reports, and it makes it seem like New York City's a war zone. And don't go there. It's, for, you know, you're, you're putting your life in your hands. <coughs> and I really started to drink that Kool-Aid. And I know that there are places that are definitely not safe, and I don't want our kids going to certain places too late at night. But we were in the West Village, and it was beautiful. It was so it was really nice. nice. And and that's the thing. It's like you start seeing that and your version of the world becomes so skewed when you just keep seeing it on the news and not actually experiencing it. So for those of you who haven't, who've really stayed away from Manhattan, I'm here to tell you if you want to go to places like The Village, go do it. Midtown, I wouldn't. Midtown or Broadway area isn't doesn't look too hot i mean there were tons of boarded up buildings it, it uh, you know there is the graffiti there are you know definitely you see the after effects of what had happened with um you know protests. with the riots after the protests so um i think that that is really sad but if you do the west village if you do other kind of neighborhoody type places it's perfect it's really nice it was and it was a pleasure driving in as well i mean yeah i would be reluctant to probably take the subway yeah. Just because of, you know, Although they said ridership is up, it's up. Uh, I guess eighty percent or something like that. I mean, uh, from what we were. I'll, I'm going to tell you a different. You have a number. You have a different I, I, statistics. I have, I have a different. Well, statistic. you told me the statistics. Yes, right. We'll go that's over that year to year. They're but saying it, that it, it finally is is going up. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll give a point in time estimate in a little bit. But driving on the West Side Highway, it also felt really surreal. Like I could have sworn. I kept saying in the car, I felt like it was just there. Just a few weeks ago, and well, because we we picked back up in Philadelphia, yeah, so we kind of made yeah, that turn, went, and then we, you see the city, but you don't actually. But we go. didn't go down the West Side Highway until we weren't there. No, it's that merge for the Henry probably, Hudson. Last yeah. time we went was like February, yeah. if that. Yeah. And it felt like it was just yesterday. Yep. Um, so it, it was a strange feeling, but it, seriously, if if you're looking for things to do in the weekend. This is a great time, I think, to be going into the city. If you're careful, go in a car, bring your mask, but go to places that maybe you just in the past would have stayed away from because it was just too crowded. Yeah, because even with John's, they would, we got a table really quickly. We found parking on the street. You know, things that you would normally not, that would not happen. You'd be driving around for hours. We would have been driving around for a long time, I'd say. Yeah. We, and we found parking pr really, you know, pr pretty fair. On, on that block almost, it was like just, yeah, so yeah. it was good. So whether you're going to go to John's Bleaker or something else, take our, I'm serious, take your car and drive into the city. It's, it's Upper West Side, go to the it's, go to Central Park. It's it's fairly easy to do right now, so I would definitely take advantage of it. And um, So that's your New York City 
partial now, endorsement. That's our yeah. That's our leisure recommendation. Um, I'm not going to make recommendations about furniture. I'm going to let Beth make that recommendation because she did a little shopping with Rebecca this weekend. I just I, when when I hear about it, I I sort of roll my eyes. I clench my fists and my toes, and I'm just like, do what you need to do. I don't want to. I I feel like when you go on a furniture expedition. Like at the end of the day, I don't feel like I have much input. Mm. I know you say I do, but I really don't. Well, I'm here. Where did to you say, go? Where did you go? Okay, so I just want I want to preface this by in years past, <clears throat> and I would say in years past when we had animals that were weren't as destructive as we have now. Um, so our very like one of our first couches that we loved was Crate and Barrel, and and I'm sure if anyone has bought from Crate and Barrel, those couches are thousands of dollars. So if you go ahead and you invest that kind of money, and then you have a cat that just like rips it to shreds or does other disgusting things to it, you want to eat your heart out, and that kind of happened over the years. So um, so then we did like a Raymore and Flanagan after that, and, and you know again it wasn't it was a step down, but it really was nothing you know special, and and Darren was always unhappy with the purchase because we got a sectional that he felt like it was just always uncomfortable. So, <laughs> we went to Bob's, okay? We went to Bob's and I know the name from a branding standpoint is really that's a problem because it feels like a Walmart, but I have to say Bob's was on their game. The minute we walked in that store, they took our temperature. There was hand sanitizer right then and there. There were even wipes if you wanted to wipe down. People inside, not so much the salesmen, but the people inside were a little bit frenzied. So we were kind of like dodging people, but that was okay. Our salesman was very attentive. <coughs> and we found ourselves, we were choosing between two couches. And Becca actually decided that the couch we should get would be more comfortable for you because it was much longer. Aww. And it also had, a, it didn't have one of those like arms where the cat could just go like, oh, you know? <laughs> it was like a hidden arm, if you will. Um, and so the couch, ironically, is called the Hamptons couch. Go figure. Because we can't Cause go out to the there. Hamptons anymore. So I got you the Hamptons couch. That won't, by the way, <laughs> it won't, won't arrive. Come, it won't arrive till September. Well, come on, it's probably like September. on some sort of. Who knows? The guy I mean, was like the factory. Well, like, why, why are we bothering? Why, because and, because every time uh, we give the cat the benefit of the doubt, she it, it just, spitefully she just, does something it, to that couch, and we just want to like talk about. It's, ugh, not, it's not. It's horrible. not. It's not important for you to know what the cat does to the couch. Just trust us when we say. You just don't want to sit on the couch when you come over. So we're yeah. gonna have a new couch in around early September. <laughs> and so, listen, it's not like anyone's really having lots of guests over during the pandemic. So by the time we finally open our home to guests again, we'll have a couch that's nice. And, and I'm going to spray it and so that come the cats by, stay away. And if you specifically ask to be seated on Yeah, the, you can say, Bob's can I couch? sit on the Bob's Hamptons couch? <laughs> and, and, and this is the thing, and this is what my mom said to me when I was growing up. The den furniture was always the less expensive furniture because you looked at it like, this will be replaced every couple of years. This is not something that we're going to be keeping for the long term. The living room furniture, however, is the fancier furniture. So that's what you spend your money on because you don't sit on it as often. So that is really, we're in that mindset because our living room furniture, while our parents, my parents gave us the couches, that's the bigger investment with the really nice furniture. Maybe the old couch we should donate to the Bronx Zoo since the animals oh, seem yeah. to be loving it. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> 
I just or like a or maybe the humane society. Yeah, the humane we society. could put they could put that right where they have the cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the those the cat islands couch. and Go, the condominiums. Have at it. Here's a sectional, half a sectional from Raymore and Flanagan. Go to town. So that was our experience with Bob's. I'm looking forward to getting into September. So a few more weeks of torture. Um, but moving on to other things, very good friend's birthday this past week, and we mentioned it on Saturday. Yes. Randy's birthday. My friend Randy. Go ahead, Randy. Love Randy. Randy. Big, Randy big shout I, out to Randy. Randy and I have been friends or know each other since we're three years old. And then she went to a private school for a little while, and then we connected again when we were in high school. We took tennis lessons together. We were on the tennis team. We were like best of friends and and um i just i love her she's she, the best person and ever. she happens to be married to one of the funniest, funniest people john moss john moss is the fun, fun, funniest people alive yeah we love I mean, him he's, both. he's just like a walking comedian i always said i'm like john when are you gonna do stand up he can just We're do waiting. stand up in his house now he could do, he stand, could do sit he, down but they are a just a great great they just couple. make us just make yeah. yeah they make us ha- you know what make they us just, happy they make us happy randy and john you make us you happy make us that's happy. why we, and that's why we love you yes um, a couple of pools were shut down in Westchester. Already? A couple of pools were shut Uh-oh. down. I think even Homics may have been temporarily shut down because uh, of a positive COVID test. Oh, not from a, a good couple of the employees. So, employees, not the no, people? No, I think it was employees. Oh, uh, there was another one in Valhalla. Uh, they got shut down. I don't know for how long. I heard in New was it New Jersey? There was like a like twenty uh, something people. Well, there's twenty lifeguards twenty lifeguards Ay. in New Jersey. Supposedly all who went to a party, all got it. COVID from twenty from twenty lifeguards. I'm telling you, it's, this stuff is just. Crazy. Um, we this came out. We I think after our show on Saturday, but Regis Philbin, right? Yes. We, we, we have to talk about Regis. Yes. We have to talk. Well, and, and I'm going to, and it's interesting because this morning before, while I was getting ready for the show, which is why I was two minutes late because I was making sure. Oh, thank mm. you, Gina. That's why we love Mwah. you, Gina. So I was watching the show today because they did a, an hour-long show where they, they dedicated it to Regis. But there were a couple, you know, so of course Kelly Ripa shared her memories and Ryan Seacrest and Gelman and Art Moore. But there were a couple people that I would have loved to have seen come in. One, of course, would have been Kathy Lee Gifford. And another one, this is my favorite, and I, and I think I've shared this before, but my friend, her name is Lori Schulweiss, and Lori is actually, her. she and I, and I said this, we met online. We met online at NYU when we were registering for classes before there actually was an online. There was no internet when she and I first met. And she and I... Um, we first studied, we, we got into the graduate program and we studied like liberal studies and then we transitioned into to journalism the following semester. She went into broadcast and I went into magazine writing. And she got an internship pretty much like right after college, or right after grad school at ABC where she worked at Live with um, Regis. Regis and Kathy Lee. And that was, I mean, how many years ago? Since 1991 or something like that? And she stayed there. And she was Regis's like girl. Like she was the cue card person. She would hold up the cue cards for him, and he started. And he called her Shully, and that was his his like nickname for Lori. And Aww. it was like so sweet. And I knew how close she was to him. Like he meant so much to her. And she posted this beautiful like story about her relationship with him because she he was with her with to, through so many milestones in her life, and you know she grew up. You know, her whole career spent there is pretty amazing. And um, so I was... Did you ever meet him? Yeah, of course I did. Of course I did. He was 
so funny. He reminds me of my dad. I know you're gonna say that. Totally reminds me of my dad. Just like telling the stories and so loud, and he'll complain if his something's out of whack. But it was always like in good fun. He's got a good loud Such way a, about. A yeah. good loud way about. He was him. yeah, it was a you know nice menchy guy, nice guy, like very confident, but like so funny, and you know it was just great. And so to me, if I would have gotten to see Shully. I was like waiting to see if they were gonna put Lori on because I just love her, and I was waiting to see if they put Kathy Lee on, and they didn't. So, oh. so that would have been my, you know, that take would, on it. And it, then my other friend Anne Marie was a producer there, and she shared some beautiful stories of she she shared a story on her social media page about how when her dad died, he was very supportive of her family, and her mom in in gratitude sent him these meatballs or sent it sent it to everyone but he tried them and he called her into his office and said I need to call your mother and he calls the mother while she's there and she said you know Mrs. you know whatever her last name was she goes I have to tell you those meatballs were so amazing <laughs> and it reminded me of my mother's meatballs and it was just like that and and she said she she her mom never forgot that. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like when somebody does something that just touches you in that way, you just never forget how you know in that moment what they did that was so good. And this guy had he was like the longest running talk show host in history. And, just, and who's ever going to forget? Is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Is that your who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be I mean, a millionaire, he constantly right? reinvented. He went from being a successful talk show host and then had, had this hugely successful game show. And um, and then Ryan Seacrest did say that when he got the job as the co-host to you know with Kelly and Ryan, he kind of need. It was almost like asking for someone's hand in marriage. He wanted to make sure that Regis approved, and Regis was so happy. Seriously. And and, and Kelly had said to Ryan that when he first met Ryan, he said, "This guy, he's a good guy. He works really hard. I know that he's like really dedicated." So it's sort of like that feeling of. It's it's like it's so sad that he that he died, but he lived such a full life doing what he loved, and that's what we you know that's what you want for anyone. So, well, may he rest in peace. Exactly. He, he had a he touched uh, a lot of lives. Great career, great life. It seems like absolutely it seems like the type of life that uh, people you know dream about having. Abs. Yep. Good for you, Regis. Rest See? in peace. Rest in peace, and uh, got to live the dream, right? Here live, we are, li living li the dream. Living the again. dream. Um. Oh, Mia's on. Hi. Oh, hi, Mia. Uh, if oh, Kelly just said they're having another tribute on Friday's show. Hope Kathy Lee will be on. I hope so, too. Um, we can only hope. Yes. <laughs> if anybody uh, out there relies on au pairs for any uh, reason, uh, I was reading that there's going to be, and has been, quite a shortage. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're an au pair right now, you are in high... You're au pair right now. Yeah, you are in high demand because I guess oh. they, uh, they cut off... Um, people being, you know, au pairs being able to come into the country. So maybe people June who are 22nd. actually um, citizens of this country might want to consider that as a profession. You, seriously, <laughs> because there is a huge shortage out there for au pairs given what's going on because people can't come into the country and the, in the programs that they have set up for au pairs. We never had um, an au pair. We relied on other uh, means. Um, but, a lot of camps yeah. too. I know that that the sleepaway camps they have a lot of kids that come over as counselors from different countries. Yeah, but now if you're an au pair, you, I don't want to say you can write your own ticket, but you have a lot of leverage right now if you're an au pair at the moment. So I will say that. Um, I didn't realize that who was the woman, the 26 year old that died in the um, on the motor on the scooter. 
Does, you mean was, the, um, I remember, uh, she's a WCBS and, reporter. I don't know her name. I didn't realize this, but th- it's a huge problem. I guess that she was, these are called Revel scooters, R-E-V-E-L. That's mm-hmm. what she was riding on. And it's not just her. There's a lot of problems with people with people recklessly riding these scooters now. It's, it's, it's basically a means for transportation for people instead of having to ride the subways. So you have all these people doing crazy stuff on there, and there's a lot, a lot of accidents. It's not very well regulated. Wow, but they so, should be wearing helmets. I mean, that's like you would, that's you would just th- you like would think cardinal rule number yeah. one. So if you happen to know anybody who's getting on one of these uh, Revel scooters for the first time, make sure they're careful. Make sure they're wearing a helmet, and don't let it be your kid. Well, and you know it's interesting. My friend actually was saying to me with Dylan going to Chicago, she's like, maybe you might want to get him a scooter instead of taking no, the train. I'm like, no, uh-uh. we're not. We are not getting no. him a scooter. I already said no I, to the Canada I, I, goose. I, exactly. They'll steal the coat and the Revel scooter right out from under him while he's driving. I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> so, in, in terms of um, you know people riding scooters as a as opposed to riding the subway or a bike or bikes, this is a indication of how much of a decline there's been in ridership on the subways. I mentioned this to you guys yesterday. Uh, yeah. On June twenty fourth. 2019, so a year ago, at Rockefeller Center, June 24, 2019, there were 62,312 subway turnstile swipes. Okay? On June 24th, I'm sorry, June 22nd, roughly a year later, 2020, that number dropped down to 8,032. Wow. Just to give you an idea of the amount of people that are in the city, down from sixty-two from sixty-two thousand down to eight thousand. That is mind-boggling. Well, and that, but it's also <clears throat> that area of Manhattan because no shows, no concerts, all the stuff happened in Midtown, and nobody's going there. So it, uh, it's you know, it, it's just devastating. The city is just being devastated right now. We. We were driving on the West Side Highway, looking at all the buildings, right? All the, no the cruise side. ships, no, no cruise nothing. Ships. Yeah. The yeah. amount of empty office space in oh, the yeah. city right now, right? Yeah, is crazy. It's crazy. Um, Although Becca did decide that if she were to live in Manhattan, she would live in the West Village. Down that's, by the Village, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a that's because it's a cool. I would have lived in the West Me Village too. I'd love that it too. It's nice, but it can't afford it. Um, in sports, a couple things. One, I. Mike Tyson is going to be fighting Roy Jones Jr. How old is Mike Tyson? 54. Oh. In September. I, I, All right, I, I, that's going to be crazy if that actually happens. <clears throat> and the second, it wouldn't, it wouldn't quite be a weekend if unless my Mets just got... Oh, they lost again? They, got, they, not, they didn't just lose. They got crushed. We won the first game opening day. That's the highlight of any Mets fan season. And then after that, we managed to have a blown save by Edwin Diaz against the Braves in the second game. And then yesterday, for some finishing touches, we managed to get crushed by the Braves 14-1. to The Mets have scored four runs in a total of 27 innings. <clears throat> so that's how the season's going for the Mets so far. All right. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if this would be cool or if you'd be freaked out by this, but in Thailand, there's a place called Lapur, Lapuri, which is an area where there's generally a lot of these macaque, macaque monkeys. Okay. In the past, the tourists <laughs> have, it's been an area where tourists basically come and they feed the monkeys and the monkeys have always been pretty well taken care of. 
now that no tourists are coming, oh no, they're like these monkeys are attacking becoming, these, people. Yes, these monkeys are becoming very aggressive, and it's not just like it's like Planet of the Apes. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. This is not just like a, you know one or two monkeys that you would see. You know, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Like the area is just has I think as many monkeys as I don't know exactly as, as people. Oh wow! Can you imagine that walking around and getting attacked by one of these monkeys because they don't have enough food from the tourists feeding them? See, we used to when we went to Costa Rica, they had the howler monkeys that pretty much stayed in the trees, and then we Those went on that. Those were so cool. They were cool, but then we remember we went into this like in the 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 I don't know what was it the not the rainforest we were in the water. What, what, what's that? The jungle. Jungle. Uh, the okay. jungle. And those little the little monkeys that were like on Friends. What's that kind of monkeys? That that was like I love that monkey. We need one of those. We need one of those. I, need one, I want one of those Friends monkeys. I like that. That was and it was cute because it was hard to find them, and we found one. And we got yeah. We did. We found it. it was but cute. they didn't attack us, which is good. no. They were like, "What do you do? Get away from me! Uh, I gotta go find some food." And <clears throat> I, I guess I didn't pay enough attention to this either. You know where COVID is really bad, besides the U.S., the second most. Uh, second most, um, Russia. No, Brazil. Oh yeah. Along the Amazon River. Along like the Amazon River. Huge problem. Huge problem because a lot of people who were getting are basically on boats. You mean cruises? Not cruises. Like people going to work. Like I guess whatever agricultural fishing community along there. People who would get on boats for work, and there was one case, and then all of a sudden it exploded. Oh, so if you're uh, if you're living in Brazil or planning to go on Brazil anytime soon, it's a huge problem. Um, keep moving. Keep coming this well, no, way. No, come you're going to you're you're come, come this way because you're going to come in with the word of the day and trivia because I don't no. have much. Uh, well, the only other thing which you did not <clears throat> mention, and I will, and it's and it starts in with some of my trivia, was. That last night we decided to have another, uh, let's say, a drive-in movie without the car showing. Oh yes. And I was trying to avoid this topic. No, so I have to say, I finally did it. I set it up. I found a speaker. I, I dug through the basement and found one of my old speakers that I had connected to a computer many years ago, and I hooked it up to our our my computer. I hooked up the mini projector. Everything we had was good. sound. I'm and embarrassed to say about what movie we watched. We saw it. Can't Buy Me Love, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about that at all. With Patrick Dempsey. I think outdoor <clears throat> movies call for all the 80s classic movies. I said, what do you want, Dirty Dancing or something else? And he said something else. So something else, did. and by accident. And he's and by, the one by, who said Can't Buy Me Love. by accident, I mentioned Can't Buy Me Love. He said, what about Can't Buy Me Love? I'm like, oh. And she's like, okay. And they're like, oh my God, what did I just say? And then we ended up watching it. Can't Buy Me Love. So it was excellent. For me, it was excellent. A rating of forty-eight percent by Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, but that's all right. Who cares? They don't get. There was no Rotten Tomatoes back in the eighties. It's really sad. The girl in the movie Can't Buy Me Love. I think Amanda Peterson. Yeah, she died back in two thousand fifteen. So, so died of a drug overdose or something. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. So, we it was very good the way you had the movie set up. Excellent. I now am a um, what am I in? What's what's the name of the movie theater projector person? Cinematographer? No, the filmographer. I don't know. My cousin Jeff used to be that. My cousin Jeff used to be. What are you looking at? Seeing, I heard some noise outside. Oh, anyway, all right. So your word of the day. Word of the day. Teetotalism. Abstinence from alcohol. Yes. You're not a teetotaler, are you? So you're not a. You're, I'm not a teetotaler. You are not. I'm kind of becoming a teetotaler. No, you're almost, not. That's you're only diet. You're, 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 you're on a 
momentary just, reprieve exactly. from alcohol. Just, just to like get the shave off the last few. I got that pretty good, right? You did that. You did Thank it. You. you came in strong. Came in strong. All right. Which brother and sister acting duo had cameo roles in 16 Candles and went on to star in dozens of classic movies? Sometimes together, sometimes not. I think I got this. Okay. Ah, see, Alex, it's the opposite of drunk. I'm going to say John and Joan Cusack. You would be correct. Let's see if anyone else. Brenda with the correct answer to teetotalism. Did anyone else have the uh, answer to question number one? All right, let's see anybody coming in with question number one. I'm gonna head. I'm heading over to question number two in the meantime. Which brother and sister acting duo both starred in hit TV series in the 90s? I want you to name the duo and their shows. Okay, I got this. Got it? Okay. Nobody, anybody, nobody's answering the first question. I'm going to say Philip McKeon and Justine. No, because Philip McKeon was in a 1980s show. But nice try. And so, I believe uh, that she was, Nancy McKean was also Nancy, in a Nancy, Nancy That right, was so when, both. What, what decade was it? 90s, not the 80s. The 80s, would could you could have gotten away with that. Because the other one, the um, what was it, the Facts of Life? That was the 80s. That was the 90s. All right, so Come on, what, let's get your decade straight. A 90s brother and sister duo that star starred in hit shows during the 90s. People are very quiet on my little TV film questions today. I don't know what's going on. It's Monday. People are dragging. Yeah, come on. Wake up, people. Yeah. Um. Part no, not party of five. Now the name the actor and an actress who are the brother and sister who starred in like two different series. Don't start googling. I'm not. I gotta pick the film. All right. Um. Okay. So can I answer? Or yes. Are you gonna? All right. Kirk Cameron starred in Growing Pains, and Candace Cameron starred in Full House. I would never have gotten that in a million years. I'm glad I didn't wait. All right, keep All right. going. What's the biggest bank in the United States? Kate, finance man? Um, it's, I'm going to say J.P. Morgan Chase. You would be right. Okay. Good job. All right. Now here's a little fun little trivia. Name the actor. Adam Baldwin or... Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. Ready? Okay. This is great. All right. This is hard stuff right here. Come on. Ready? Right. My bodyguard. My bodyguard was Adam Baldwin. Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza was Vincent D'Onofrio. Law and Order SVU. Law and Order SVU is also Vincent D'Onofrio. You are wrong. You are wrong. Because I was going to ask you the subsequent question, which would have been Law and Order Criminal Intent. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Dick Wolf was like, I'm going to mess with it. They were, they were bo both in it. They were both in it. No. One was in Criminal Intent. Vincent D'Onofrio was If you guys are wondering, intent. like, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> and why are we talking about two actors, Vincent D'Onofrio and Adam Baldwin? <laughs> they look exactly just, alike. Just go ahead. Yeah, pull them up on Google. Look at the images of them and tell us that they don't look exactly the same. Right. All right, so Beth and I always get confused as to who's who when we watch a movie. So that's... That's the, the running That show. is the genesis but of But I was like, question. I'm going to trip you up with this one. You got me. Right, look at that. Okay. 
What film took 12 years to make? Boyhood. Correct. Very good. All right. Um, what is the name of the best-selling book by Elie Wiesel about his experience with his father in the Nazi German concentration camps at Auschwitz and Buchenwald in 1944 to 1945 at the height of the Holocaust toward the end of the Second World War? I'm embarrassed that I don't know this, actually. Yeah, this should have been like I'm embarrassed this. that I don't know this. Now you got, I'm going to make you read it again if you haven't read it. So you can read it in like a... Yes, Gina with Knight. Thank that's you. The it, Knight. That's the night. That's Very the name. Very good, Gina. Very good. How did the Roosevelt family become rich? Roosevelt, not Rockefeller? Roosevelt? Roosevelt. Not Rockefeller, Roosevelt. It's a little tricky. Because the Rockefellers and the Kennedys were kind of... You don't have to be a Rockefeller to help a fellow. Exactly. Um, I'm going to just go with the typical oil. No. So they most of the family money was made in dry goods, real estate, and sugar imports. Wealth was then passed down from generation to generation, with each adding to the amount... Franklin's father made his money by investing in coal, not oil, and railroads. <coughs> he left Franklin an ample trust fund. Huh. Interesting, right? Okay. Who said this quote? Those who dare to fail miserably can achieve greatly. It's a good quote. Say it one more time. Those who dare to fail miserably can achieve greatly. Gina's sort of right with the railroad. I'm going to go with uh, Franklin Roosevelt. No, John F. Kennedy. I knew it was a pre I had a feeling it was a president. That's a good quote. I'd uh, like to like actually okay. have that on a plaque. Um, which MLB player had the longest career as a player in the majors? Nolan Ryan? Yes! You are on fire today. 27 season. His first season was 1966. He spent 1967 in the minors and played in the majors from, from 1968 to 1993. Your last and final question. Name three animals that can survive in extremely cold weather. Polar bear? That's one. Penguin? No, 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 penguins are not on this list, surprisingly. Um, a seal? Yes. A leopard seal. One more. Oh, seal. One more. What's the last one? Oh. Beatles song. A walrus. Yes, I am an eggman. <laughs> I am the walrus. And that's my final answer. Yes, so the other ones are an arctic hare, so I guess it's a rabbit, a uh, musk ox, a narwhal, caribou, beluga whale, interestingly enough, and an arctic fox. Oh, 
I'd love to see an Arctic fox. Yes, so these are all the coldest. Uh, I was uh, trying for the hottest, but it was like a worm, and it was kind of lame. So oh, I'm like, let no. me go with the cold. Yeah, that was much better. Much yes. better. So this is it. I did it. We got through it. Wonderful. You did a really nice job today. Thank this, you very much. I like much. these questions much better. Less family feud oriented, which is good. Yes, and I like the uh, Adam the Adam Baldwin Vincent I like D'Onofrio. I'm I like gonna do another too. one of those tomorrow. We'll find, that's it. Was very. That was good. fun. We'll be back again here tomorrow, pretty much the entire week. So. I get, may try to change up the set a bit get if I used, can. Get used to this. Maybe set. I'll bring flowers. But um, thank thank you as always for yes. spending some time with us. Really, uh, I'm so means glad a lot. we had this time, time together. together. We'll be back again tomorrow. Okay, everyone, oh, please make sure you join us. All right. All right. Stay cool today. Have fun. Yes. All right, and smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye.